I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the Underman Maniac, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Uh, (laughs) That's just how I feel right now. Completely opposite. You lose against the Bucks like that. I was all excited as far as as much as you can after a loss. But and it's not that I, I blame the Mavericks after this loss. It's just I'm just so tired of everything that's going on, and it's just where we're at right now. And I think every every fan has to accept it that at some point when you're missing this many bodies due to COVID and health and safety protocols, you just got to accept this is what's going to be like until we get everybody back. And it's brutal, and it's another one of the reasons why we've been saying, you know, over and over, like, I'm not sure what to count a lot of these games. What what does this mean? What the, what does the loss to the Bucks mean? We talked about it after the post game we did. What does a loss to, you know, the what does a loss to this Bulls team mean when they have their top two players, but they have literally no one else, like no one else that's in the rotation really. Uh, so obviously in this game, Isaac and I are going to break down the Mavericks. 117 to 101 loss to the Chicago Bulls. In this game, this is the main point. Luke had 30 points in the first half, was looking great in the first half, by the way. They were still down, mm. what, like 15, 16 at the half? But that was kind of the, the main thing. Luke had some crazy plays. They're all over our Twitter, so go check it out. Follow at Locked On Maz, at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris. You can follow all that. But the main things that, you know, the main takeaway from this game is out was. Josh Richardson still, Dorian Finney-Smith still, Maxi Kleba still, uh, Dwight Powell still, Jalen Brunson still, which was a surprise, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. was also out in this game. And when you're missing si- like six rotation players, right, six guys. Well, that ha- like, have- do, do the top eight. Like, do your top eight. and that- Everybody healthy, who's in your top eight rotation? I mean, for not mine personally, but for the Mavericks, it's those guys plus Luka and Porzingis. That's your top eight yeah. for them, right? Maybe, exactly. Maybe you threw Trey Trey Burke in there somewhere, but other than that, I think I think for the Mavericks, I think that's their top eight. That's who Carlisle sees as their top eight, according to playing time and all that. Maybe Willie instead of Dwight now. He's, that's kind of changed a little bit recently, but that's basically it's definitely your top six. It's not top seven, you know. It's wild. Yeah. No, and, and that's that's the thing to where. You know, before the game, you know, they announced, you know, Tim Hardaway last night was on the, you know, injury report. He's questionable with that left groin uh, strain. I remember that against the Bucks. I remember when he came down, he's kind of limping a little bit. I was kind of worried then, but he kept on playing. But, you know, without Tim in, the, in this game, too, I mean, you're literally looking at six out of the your top eight, top nine, you know, in, in a, you know, we were debating when everyone was healthy in the preseason. We're like, is Willie going to play? Is it, it's like him or Dwight at that point. And then, you know, wherever James Johnson fits in there and Trey Burke with those guys, it's just it's just wild to I know when we watch these games, we get frustrated because, yeah, it's the Bulls and the Bulls suck. But I mean, I I don't know if I've seen a Mavericks team. It's been a while that I'm like, 
wow, this is just one guy on the floor. <laughs> and I mean, KP's coming back, and I get everything about KP. I mean, he had a bad game today and wasn't shooting it well, but it just felt like Luca was out on an island today just playing by himself for the most part. KP had a bad game. Finished with his like his averages from last year, though. 20 points, 8 boards, and 2 two blocks. Like, I mean, he had a bad yeah. game, but he still still finished with stats. But they needed 30 points from him. They needed like 35 points from KP in this game because no one else was there. I mean, this is the starting lineup if you guys didn't watch the game. Luca Porzingis, Willie Colley-Stein, Wesson Wundu, Josh Green. I mean... I still think that Willie, like Willie Colley Stein, is starting because Porzingis was out. They don't want to start him at the five, all that. He should be like your third string center, right? And well, then, and then Josh Green and Wandu should be are, are your third string like wings, and there that's three starters for you. Now all of a sudden, three fifths of your starting lineup is third string guys. So if anybody was upset after this game, like yeah, the Mavericks, their energy wasn't great. Yeah, the Mavericks had some bad turnovers in this game. They actually only finished with sixteen, which is not too far off there. You know, their uh, averages, but they didn't get to the free throw line at all. That was really frustrating. They missed a bunch of threes, but that was kind of expected because you have a bunch of shooters out there that aren't that great because all your shooters are gone. <laughs> like all your guys that normally shoot the ball and defend and all that are gone. They, man, it was, it was just a, it was a game that was frustrating to watch, but more just because of the situation the Mavericks are in. Yeah, you know, I would say I wouldn't put Willie in the same personally, I wouldn't put Willie in the same group as like a Wandu and and Josh Green. I think he's a little step ahead of those guys, but he's a step ahead of those guys. It doesn't that doesn't mean that he shouldn't still be third string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's we were kind of talking about this before, but I think I'd use this analogy the other day. It's probably a bad analogy, but y'all get it. It's like if you had Taco Bell like three days in a row and on the third day, you're like, dang it, this Taco Bell just ain't that good now. And I think we're on the third day of Taco Bell when it comes to like all of these guys that, you know, they're they're built and their role in the league and even on a team like the Mavericks is just like 10, maybe 15 minutes a night. And we're seeing these guys be put in these bigger roles like a Willie Cauley-Stein, a Wesley Wandu, a Josh Green. And we're finding things that we like about them. Like Josh Green has energy out the, like, it's crazy. So does Wandu, yeah. Yeah, Wandu too. Like both those guys, they're runner. But uh, these guys are better when they're like, they're put in there in these like short spurts or like lower minutes. Like Wesley Wandu at 30 minutes tonight. That's not ideal, you know, for like a really, really good team. So if you're getting, you know, maybe a 10 minutes, you know, 12 minutes out of a Wesley one, it's not or, like can't, Willie Colley's down the same way. Or if he's the one guy, right? The one guy in your starting five, you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of iffy. I'm not sure about this. And he's supported by all these other guys. He's supported by shooting of Maxi and Tim Hardaway, or he has defenders like Josh Richardson and, and Dorian next to him, right? If he's the, if he's the one like weak link, "Quote unquote" in the starting lineup, then you're you might be okay. You can get away with the game. Maybe it's some one one player is out and Carlisle does the thing where he leapfrogs a guy from the third string up to the yeah. starters, right? But when this is when it's like this, he's just on an island and just completely exposed. It's just it's, it's kind of like James watch. Johnson too. Like I mean, y'all know I love James Johnson. I, I hype him up all the time. He had a bad game today. He had five turnovers. He had some bad decision making out there. You know, he had a little over almost twenty one minutes tonight, but. I'm not going to say it's an excuse for him, but it's like another one of those things where if you had everybody out there, you're not forcing James Johnson to play 21 minutes. You're not forcing him to be a more of a play, like have the ball as much as he does. And you would just ask him to, 
you know, defend here and there and cut and pass here and there. Like that's the thing. It's it's kind of putting a bigger spotlight on some of these role players. And it's making a lot of us collectively look at these guys, man. Oh man, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. And I'm like, I, I think I feel like it's almost kind of out of their hands because this is it's just too big of like a role for them right now. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a brutal game. <laughs> it was a brutal game, and yet uh, Zach Levine did not score. He didn't have a field goal through like the whole first half. <laughs> <laughs> which was wild. Remember the Kobe last white too. the dude, Kobe white averages like 20 a game. And they, they had a, I wrote a, a note on here. They had a combined six points at halftime, Levine they, and Kobe white. Well, they only finished with 10 combined and they were only, they were one of 12 from the, from the, uh, or one of, uh, 13 from the, from the field in this game combined. The two Kobe of them white together. never scored. Kobe White never scored. He was 0-5. Zach Levine was one of eight. He was 0-5 from three. He hit eight of his eight free throws. That was the only way that Zach Levine scored besides that one field goal he made. But like, it, if I told you before this game, Kobe White and Levine would combine for ten points, and the Bulls would hit seven three pointers <laughs> as a team total. Yeah, you would tell me the Mavericks won by fifteen plus. Yeah, because they fixed the thing, right? The last the last time they played, Zach Levine almost had 40, and Kobe White had 20. And so you're like, oh, that's where you really need to figure out how to tighten it up. But they did, and it didn't matter because the Mavericks couldn't score to save their life, besides Luka. They couldn't score. and There was just a lot of – I mean, the Bulls shot 50% from the field, and you got a fluke game. I mean, I'll call it a fluke game. I don't care. From Garrett Temple. Uh, I mean, 21 oh, points sure. from Garrett Temple. Get out well, of here. But the thing is, it's not – I don't know if it's a fluke game because – the Mavericks are starting third stringers, and so yeah. who's coming off the bench for them, right? Like, all of a sudden, you have, like, Tyrell Terry playing 15 minutes, and his defense is actually pretty good, but you have Wesley Wandu and Josh Green playing over 30 minutes. You have uh, James Johnson playing 20 minutes, which is actually not that bad. Trey Burke playing 30 minutes, and he was not great in this game at all. He was actually terrible in this game. Um, but, yeah. Laurie Markkinen, though. I mean, Laurie Markkinen, I mean, he – he just cooked. I mean, he had 29 points, yeah. 10 boards. Every, uh, and, every time Laurie Markkinen drove to like drove to the basket, he was going to he was going to drive and he was going to almost get blocked but hang and finish over the top of somebody that was way smaller than him. I feel like how many times did he do that in this game? Like six? He scored over guys that are taller than him too. He scored over Willie yeah. and KP in the paint. Like, I mean, he was 10 of 19 from the field, but he only he only hit two threes. You know, so I mean, and, can we remind the Mavericks bigs that like some other bigs in the NBA are super athletic? Boban and KP, two of the tallest guys in the NBA outside of Taco Fall, got blocked in this game. How, how does that even happen? That was frustrating yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Now, if, are, we just, are we going on or just this is what frustrated me in this game? <laughs> it was just it, – it. yeah. I mean, I, I was in the arena and I was just watching so much. I, was, I sent Nick a few pictures here and there of the bench – and, you know, it was just the the atmosphere and just the I don't even want to say body language, just the everything about it. Everybody it's just it's weighing on everyone. And the week is just getting started. Coming up, we're going to talk about why Carlisle made a pretty shocking statement after the game about the Mavericks schedule. And he also, man, there's some there's some drama about Jalen Brunson, about whether he's going to come back or whether he was supposed to come back or not. So we're going to get into both of those things coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, what's the last flavor of Built Bar that you had? White chocolate cherry sundae. You always love rubbing that in my face because Isaac got a variety mm. pack and he got one of those. In. You got two of those in there and I didn't get one in my variety pack that Built Bar sent. Uh, I did get a bunch of Built Bars though. ordered them for myself as well. The yeah, last I, actually, 
I ate I ate a built bar at the Mavericks game today. You did. I I should have took a picture of it in the arena with the Mavericks That'd in the background nice. holding the built bar, but I didn't. That'd have been nice, but it didn't happen. Uh, I had carrot cake with almonds in it. Not gonna lie, not a carrot cake guy. Not my favorite mm. flavor. Not I'm not favorite. rushing to make an order on that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna reorder that one. I'm just. I'm not gonna be honest. But there's so many other flavors I would reorder, and I have reordered. Mint brownie is absolutely the goat. It's the number one. It's the best one for sure. I'm liking the raspberry. I also like the uh, cherry barcia. That's the the new flavor. I like that one as well. So go check out those for sure. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. It's a perfect snack after I did some yard work today. Came back in, needed something. Built Bar, I got my protein. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get twenty percent off your next order. Again, use that promo code Locked On for twenty percent off at builtbar.com. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm sure they will have your uh, conference championship matchups as well as uh, Super Bowl when it comes. So check out those for sure. sure. Uh, Locked On Bets. All right. Teased it before. Carlisle made a pretty shocking statement, at least to me. He said that the Mavericks, and we'll talk more about this game against the Bulls, I guess, but there's really not much else we can get. We kind of talked. We got, we aired all our grievances out, I guess, on that game. Unless you well, have- I, I do. I, well, I, honestly, on, on a positive note, that second quarter from Luka Doncic was uh, – Yeah, amazing. I mean, unfathomable. I mean, the shots that he was hitting – I mean, just Luca's performance in the first half. I know he, you know, after the game, he really criticized himself for that second half. He said, said he played he was, terrible, said he was selfish. Yeah, which, I mean, another thing. Plug, go to maps.com, read my story about Luca's <laughs> leadership. It comes out today. Hey, I worked I worked a long time hey. on this one. Uh, that Luca is the leader of the Mavericks. But it, it shows his leadership, though, that after a game like this, I mean, he has a ridiculous triple-double. And his whole thing in the media, you know, presser afterwards was, yeah, it was on me. I take responsibility. This is, he's already 21 doing this, just like claiming responsibility for his. I'm like, bro, you had a 38 point or 36 point triple double. Uh, but, but no, that <laughs> you, second quarter. You literally passed Michael Jordan for career triple doubles, and yet you're still blaming it on yourself. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that second quarter, I was just, I mean, I was just shaking my head. The pa- the play that he made in the paint that Amazing. everyone shared. I I mean, uh, we just were all looking at each other in the media row, like what just happened. That that was just a superstar second quarter. That was a superstar quarter. Twenty points in that quarter. It did. I mean, it cut it to fifteen basically. But he was just on a whole different. <laughs> He was on a whole different planet. He just undercut he, everything. He cut it. There, there cut was the a lead there was a clip. I think uh, Wob <laughs> on Twitter. There was a clip of Zach Levine grabbing Luca's hand yes, at the end yeah, of the yeah. second quarter. It was like he was wanting what he had. It was yeah that that second quarter will stick with me for a while. I was trying to read his lips, and I'm pretty sure he said trade for me. I'm pretty sure that's what he said to, to Luca. So you can go. Check I think out he that. was talking to Dalton. Dalton's already traded for him. He's already got it. Dalton traded Dal- for Dalton traded for Zach Levine and Bradley Beal and No, nah, we love Dalton. Uh, Dalton loves uh, Dalton might love trade machine more than I do. <laughs> uh <laughs> Luca, just in that quarter, the second quarter, 20 points, 
seven of 11 from the field, four of six from three, hit two of his, you know, only two free throws in the first half, which is, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, can the, like, can the guy, can the guy get a free throw? I mean, I don't want to be the guy. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got to talk about this tech real quick. So it's, it's a timeout. Okay. The Mavericks are on the bench. Luke is literally sitting on the bench. Okay. I'm, I watched all of this unfold. Luke is sitting on the bench. He had some words for Ed Malloy, whatever, going to the bench, but he was sitting on the bench. Carlisle and them are talking to each other. This is a timeout with three minutes and seven seconds left in the first quarter of the game. So the Mavericks are only down one at this point. And like, yeah, he had not, he had dro- driven like a bunch of times in a row and not gotten a foul. So, Ed Malloy standing underneath the bas- basketball goal, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is out talking to him, and they're walking to the free throw line, and they're talking, Tim and Ed Malloy. Now, I guess Luca ha- might have still been saying something, whatever, but that he had to be yelling it really loud for Ed Malloy to like know what was being said and who was saying or whatever, because then all of a sudden Ed Malloy just stops talking to Tim Hardaway walks over to the Mavericks bench and tees up Luca and goes over to the scores table. Luca stands up in the middle of the timeout, holding his arms out. Like, what did I just do? What did I say? It was the weirdest thing ever. I, I just, I was so, yeah. And then I tweeted it out and no one else tweeted it. And I'm like, dang, did I just like misread this? And did he really not team up? But I swear he just teed him up. And then he, he ended up teeing him up. And I was just, I don't know what, what happened. It's just, it felt like Ed Malloy was just wanting it more than, <laughs> but I mean, I obviously didn't hear what, I couldn't hear what Luca was saying either, or if Luca was saying anything, it was just a weird thing a weird way to tee up somebody and in the moment and Luca for, yeah, for him to he, be able to hear Luca where they were, it was just weird. But So on the broadcast, I was watching Fox Sports Southwest on league pass. And so we didn't see any of that. We just it came back and they were like Luca got called for a technical after the timeout or during the timeout and it was just that was so strange, very weird. Uh, he is 5 on the season by the way, 16 and you get suspended. So, I have a theory. He's going to get close to that. Oh, he's get yeah, he's definitely getting close to that. I have a theory. They're going to use hmm. it as a built-in rest day that they don't have to account for. He's going to get it, and he's going to get the rest that he needs, and it's going to be built in. It's They're playing 4D chess with us. Do they do they lower the 16 because there's less games? Oh, interesting. I don't think so. 14. 10%, like no. limited by 10%, so take one and a half games off. <laughs> uh, I, I said that Carlisle said a, a, a pretty shocking statement. He said that this is the most difficult seven days of scheduling in Mavericks history that they're entering right now. We've talked about this schedule. We've gone over it. But they just played Chicago uh, in an early game on Sunday. The next day, so back to back, they're playing at Toronto. So they're going, so literally Sunday night, they're fl- flying from Dallas to Toronto, which is not close, well, right? It's to ta- not, Tampa. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're right. Tampa, which also is not. It's not that close. I mean, <laughs> no. but still. Uh, they're going, so they're going to Tampa. It throws me off. Still, I, I don't even like. I'm in the state, and I don't even like register that they're there. Playing Toronto, then they go at Indiana. They're playing in Indianapolis, right? They're still there. Yeah, yeah. and then they're then they that's that's the not the next night, but the night after that. Then January twenty second, they play at San Antonio, so they have to fly from so Dallas, Tampa, Indiana, Indianapolis, San Antonio, in the span of uh 
like five days, and they play f- like four games in that st- that stretch yeah. because there's one day off. Well, it's another back to back. They play in Dallas the next night, and then another back to back. They play Houston in Dallas after that. Uh, that is a brutal schedule. This whole week, they play Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and four of those are ro- three of those are road games. Yeah, the Dallas one is, might essentially be a road game because they're flying in, you know, the the night before, right? <laughs> Yeah, and you're trying to get players back from everything that's going on when they can join the team, when they're going to meet you somewhere. That That's going to be interesting, too. So coming up, let's get into that because there's a thing about Jalen Brunson that was a little bit dramatic after the after the uh, the game that Carlisle mentioned. They were supposed <laughs> yeah. to get Jalen Brunson back for this Bulls game, but they didn't. So let's talk about that and when the Mavericks can expect some of these guys coming back. We'll talk about that after this. But before we do, Isaac Harris, Bet Online. I hope that you guys took advantage of Bet Online and went there and checked out some of their odds for the NFL playoff games. Isaac, I'm sorry about your Ravens. They did not. Hold on, my Zoom's cutting out. They did not. Did they cover? I don't think they covered. Uh, but right now, they have odds as I'm looking at this. They have odds for the Packers, our favorite three and a half points over the Buccaneers. That one's going to be a fascinating one. Then they have Kansas. It, Kansas City Chiefs are a minus three over the Bills, which watch that one because the way Patrick Mahomes was looking and the way that his his uh, response was to that hit and that weird like choke thing, like, there's just yeah. a lot of weird stuff going on. So make sure you're watching that line. So go to betonline.ag. They have all kinds of lines for the NFL playoffs as well as daily NBA stuff that we'll be talking about all the time. Use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. You sign up today, get a free account at Bet Online, watch all these odds. Use that promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So whatever you deposit into your account, they'll match 50%. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this uh, this crazy Carlisle comment after the game. So Jalen Brunson was supposed to play in this game, or they, the Mavericks thought he was supposed to play in this game. He did not. He was out for the game. He's been out since the last time he played was was January seventh. So that that was he was part of the three guys that were stuck in in Denver from that last game that they played, uh, which is probably the last time we were all happy, right? Like, <laughs> was was there a time since then? I don't know. But this is Rick Carlisle after the game talking about Jalen Brunson and why he wasn't available in this game. Look, you know, I think I think we're gonna get Brunson back tomorrow. Uh, I have no idea in the world why he wasn't able to play today. <laughs> I mean, the guy, guy basically tested negative for a week and a half and didn't have it, <laughs> you know, but they just decided that he couldn't play today. So he'll join us tomorrow and join us at the plane and he'll be able to play tomorrow. So, you know, you can go figure on that one. That is a wild statement to me, at least. So I don't, the- I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Carlisle doesn't get it. He's the coach. Like the situation is, so he was part of that group that that was uh, that there was a positive test, and then there was contact tracing, and Jalen Brunson was part was one that they they deemed as you know he was in contact with somebody that tested positive. It was either Josh Richardson or Dorian Finney Smith because those are the guys we think are you know are both positive. Josh Richardson we know for sure. Dorian I think we know for sure too. But uh, Josh Richardson posted it on his Instagram <laughs> that he was one that tested positive. So. That was a couple days ago. So Brunson was the one that didn't test positive. And according to Carlisle, he has not had positive tests since he's been in Denver. So he's just been sitting in Denver since January 7th, tested negative all week. And it's in 10 days is the, the protocol, right? And so 
this is this should have been the day that he was available, but they decided last minute. Whoever they is, right? Is it the? It's not the Mavericks. It's like the NBA. It's like the league office. Uh, they have like a fellowship of the ring somewhere. <laughs> the leadership council. We're playing the bull. They were playing the Bulls, so maybe it was the leadership council. But so Brunson last played the seventh. According to Carlisle, he thinks they're going to get Brunson back for this game against Toronto on Monday. If you're listening to this on Monday, so tonight he should be available. The other guys. Um, Josh Richardson and Dorian Finney-Smith, they last played January 7th. So they're about 10 to 11 days in. So if they have gotten negative tests, like, I don't know. I, I mean, we're, we're another. I don't even want to speculate anymore. I, or like, I don't even understand all the rules at this point. I know. It's so hard. Somebody, somebody tweeted at me. Uh, they said, where do we look to find <laughs> John, a listener? John said, where do we look to see when these guys are available? We don't know. <laughs> We, because we I, I I thought I swear I read somewhere that like just like tracing was just like seven days, but we're way past that. Now we're at ten days for Brunson if it's yeah. just been tracing and he's been testing well, negative. So I just don't know. Yeah, it could it could have been. Well, he stayed in Denver and they flew out of Denver like the the next day. So it's not like I don't know. It's just so weird. So th- there's not a place. There is the injury report right that is that NBA teams put out. Three times a day, which is basically just who's going to play the next night or that day, right? I've never went to this freaking site more in my life. I know. I'm going there every day. Like, three times a day I'm going. And uh, it's, it's Brad Townsend's job, basically, to set an alarm for every time every time yeah. the injury report goes down and to tweet it out, basically. Um, I've thought about doing that, but I don't So, Richardson and Dorian Finney-Smith, they last played the 7th. So, they're 10 or 11 days in. 11 days if you're listening to this on Monday. So, they're 11 days into this. So, they tested positive. They just have to get negative tests, basically. And so we have no idea with them. I'm not even going to speculate. It could be at the end of this crazy seven-day schedule, right? Like, that's what I, that's my guess, is that it's going to be at the end of this. But that's just a speculation. have no idea on that. Maxi and Dwight Powell, that's a little bit different. They last played on the 9th, January 9th. So they're about nine days in, both of those guys. And so – and they both tested positive. So they're probably a week away as, you know – they're they're farther away than Richardson and Dorian Finney-Smith are. So well, we assume about Dwight. We don't know about Dwight and Dorian. We know there's four positive tests, and these are the guys that have been out. Brunson's going to be available. Like I'm doing, I'm doing the math, and I'm saying I'm just going to go with the two guys that we know have been reporting. All right, those guys have been reported, but I'm going with the four four positive tests for the Mavericks. So yeah, so that's the deal with those guys. The Brunson thing is still so wild to me. The fact that that Carlisle was like he should have been able to play, and why didn't he? And yeah. maybe they're being cautious, which we always praise being cautious, right? This whole thing it doesn't work unless everybody's following the rules. If everybody is trying to do their best, and we think the Mavericks, I, have- I don't, yeah, I don't want to come across that we're trying to not be cautious. I'm all about being being cautious. I just want to note, like set in stone exactly what everything that that would make if yeah. it's like hey like what does the tracing look like how does how long is somebody out how, like down to the exact days from the moment this that's what is unclear and just seems like everything is so like it just situation based that's because this whole thing right this pandemic is science it's not math right like it's science to where you can you can measure things, you can come up with numbers, but we it's just not lost all, like half our audience when you talk about science. It's not going to be the same thing for every single case, right? If it was math, it'd be like, all right, x equals this. You test positive, you're out this number of days. It's different for everybody. When you got it, 
there's different strains of the COVID like virus. Apparently, yeah. uh, there's a report from ESPN and others that you can get this virus multiple times, which is pretty wild. So there's just so many different factors. It, whatever type of like what type of person you are. Um, I've had a friend that, that like introvert or expert. <laughs> what's what's your uh, what's your enneagram test? Apparently, threes have it for longer. No, I what had a friend. You? I had a friend. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a three. Five. I'm a five. I'm, I'm oh. definitely a three. Um, there's the, I've had a friend that had it for like three weeks. He tested positive three weeks apart from each other. So it's uh, it's it's different for everybody. So it's not math, right? It's not like a formula where you just figure it out. And he, the contract yeah. tracing thing is less math. It's definitely more. That's that's almost language arts. <laughs> that's not even science at this point because it's so subjective. What are they counting for? And we've talked about this so much. I just I'm I'm done talking about it. But it it matters for the Mavericks because of these guys that are out. And so. Well, we have to talk about. It. I mean, it's it's the biggest storyline of the NBA season. This is yeah. where anybody who covers the NBA, anybody who covers a, a team, whether it's a beat writer, we've kind of media, we've all been thrown into trying to figure out. I mean, what trying somebody, to explain it because the teams yeah, aren't well, explaining joke, it to us. You joked the other day that at some point you're going to be an epidemiologist or something. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's the f- word for it. Might, Could be wrong. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's just like kind of the world we're in at this point of covering basketball and everything. Cause yeah, I don't know what else to say. Tyrell Terry played good defense in this game. <laughs> I'm still waiting on him to hit a three. I know. I thought that one was going in and he was on the right wing. It was the, the that step half. back. Yeah, that, that was nice. He I had a crossover. Was going in. I, I do want to say this about Porzingis just shots. I've seen some yeah, people yeah. throwing a fit about that. Um, who else do you want him? Who, who else do you want taking him? That's, I mean, he missed them. I, I get it, but I know. Take Kirk, them. Kirk wants no one on the Mavericks to take a three. Like, literally, no one. He doesn't want Luca. He doesn't want Porzingis. Doesn't want I didn't care one bit. Like, sure. Take, especially in a game like this. Are you going to tell me I want to contest a Josh Green shot over KP? Like, KP, shoot him. Even if you don't make him, I'm, yeah. I'm happier with KP missing shots than, you know. When they went down in the first half, I was like, just give Porzingis like 12 threes in this game, right? Like just get him, just get him a bunch of shots to see if he can get back in rhythm in this game. But he ended, he ended with seven. He missed all seven of them. Trey Burke having five points was a big, was big for the Mavs. That That was, yeah, they needed him more. That was the thing that hurt the most. The the reason they lost this game is because Trey Burke wasn't good. Right, it's just kind of the way it comes down to. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of other things, but I think it was the reason why they lost this game. If he was better, the Mavericks would have won this game. True or false? Um, is he a 16 point difference? If he had scored 16 more points, if he had scored I mean, 20 I, points off the bench or 25 points, he played 30 minutes. I think their defense sucked this game. Uh, you know, Zach defend- Levine scored 10 points and Kobe White had zero. The my point, Chicago Bulls <laughs> put up 117 with Levine and Kobe White combining for 10 of those uh, points. I, that, I mean, it's just, it felt like these guys, you know, were just getting to the, I mean, it felt like they were scoring anytime around the basket. And, you know, especially when you have, you know, KP and Willie, a front line that's, you know, both two seven footers, you know, I thought they struggled a little bit inside tonight, but it, it was kind of you know a legend legendary type performance from Luca tonight. I, I thought his first you know his first half was just absolutely insane. I don't want to look past that, but in the context of things, they did lose. You know we're what six and six on the season now. You know five hundred. Yep. Uh, well, the, but, the Nuggets lost too, by the way, which is notable. So they're, they're yeah kinda, they're sticking right with the Mavericks there, which is kind of surprising. 
and I'm going to keep saying this that I said the other day, but I'm not making any massive assumptions no. or opinions no. about this team until nope. everybody's back. And nope. that's what I was saying at the very beginning. It sucks, but this is just where we're at. You just got to roll with it. There's going to be some losses like this. I mean, they could come out tomorrow and beat the Raptors by 17. And we're like, let's go. It's just <laughs> awesome. It's just, I, I want to wait until everyone gets back. We haven't even seen them with their top three favorite, you know, favorite, the top three players. You know, Richardson is the third best player on the team. Might be we haven't even seen them. We haven't even seen those three guys together. So let's wait until everybody gets back. Let's get a week or two underneath our belts when a everyone month. is healthy. And I mean, give me a half month. The, yeah, half these guys right now are not even playing. <laughs> like they're just getting TMBCDs uh, because the other six rotation guys are back. So uh, hang in there, guys. Yeah, this this is the <laughs> wild. Without Luca and Porzingis, this team is Wandu, Kali Stein, Josh Green, James Johnson, Trey Burke, Tyrell Terry, Nate Hinton, Boban. Like if you would say anybody, you'd be like, oh, are the Sixers tanking again? <laughs> Well, I mean, something that somebody asked me this uh, today and I was like, wow, I didn't even think about this way. You know, what if Luca was in like Brunson's seat? I know what what it could could still happen. Yeah. Like what if during this time that, you know, Luca was one of the guys that, you know, was out for health and safety protocols and, you know, is, you know, tracing and all of that. And, you know, Luca's kind of keeping the team afloat right now and. You know, we, we could be looking at a, you know, we're, it's so hard to talk about this stuff. And it's like, all right, we're talking about basketball compared to a pandemic, but I hope our listeners understand when we're talking about it from a basketball standpoint, we're just talking about it from that lens because that's what we are talking about. But yeah, that's, um, just, that's this show, right? Like we're not, I know trying- that it's so hard because I'm like, my mind's in the pandemic world and everything. I'm sure we've had listeners too that, you know, have, are connected to this deadly pandemic For disease sure. that is sucks. And so it's hard not. Yeah. I just well, want y'all, y'all to know we, we are separating that. And yeah, we're not know. trying to be not, we're not trying to be unempathetic, right? Yes. Yes. It's, it's just, this is a basketball show and so that's what we talk about. That's, that's yes. the strain of it. You guys know where our hearts are and other things. Uh, remember my family. Extended family, but remember my family has died because of the coronavirus, and several other members of my family have gotten it. Uh, and so, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Well, man, uh, I don't, I don't even know how to end the, uh, tonight. They, yeah, they the, faced, Maver- the Mavericks play a game. <laughs> they face the Tampa Bay Raptors, and uh, you know, Kyle Lowry, future Maverick matchup tonight. Yeah, see if there's any tampering going on there. <laughs> Possible feels like every game now. Everybody's trying to. Uh, you know, see who we can tamper with. Just wait till we play the Cavs, and then y'all can all freak out about a drumming. Stop. The, Ra- just... the Tampa Raptors are on a tear right now. They've won three out of their last five. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a tear for them. They beat Charlotte twice, basically. That's what they did. They beat Charlotte twice, Sacramento once. They lost to Portland Golden State. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to Boston. Lost to New Orleans. Lost to Philadelphia, San Antonio, and New Orleans. They beat. These are their wins. The Knicks, the Kings, and the Hornets twice. Those are their wins. Wow, that is a that is a brutal sketch. So if the Mavericks show up at all in this game, they should be able to win this one. I think they hey. match up pretty well against this team, actually, even in their current condition. Yeah, they got a thin front line, you know, with Baines and um, the Baines backup guy. Baines has been guy. awful, by the way, according to Sean Woodley, Locked On Raptors. We all wanted Baines, and apparently Baines has been terrible. So maybe they- what's their what's their guy everybody loves though? Boucher. Chris Boucher, he's been great. Boucher. He's like he's like the new Montrez Harrell. 
<laughs> yeah. Sebi's good. Oh, uh, come on. Madras Harold's good. Don't even. I love Harold. Uh, yeah. OG. Love OG. It should be a tough game, though. Nick Nurse is a really good coach. And uh, hopefully Mavericks have Bronson back, though. Yeah, I'm really interested to see. I'm actually looking up their injury report right now so we can talk about it because I want to know who's playing. I, have, I feel like I have no idea. The only people out for them are Alex Len and Pat McCaw. So everyone else should be available for the Raptors. So we should be getting full. I'm interested to see Porzingis versus Pascal. That one's going to be interesting. Is OG against Luka? That's, that should be fun. And then the rest of it, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we getting Boban versus Boucher? I'm liking the alliteration there. <laughs> Bobby Boban against Boucher. Baines, it'd be nice. Boban versus Baines would be fun, too. All right, there you go. That's what we got. Uh, the Guys, Mavericks. go read my piece on Mavs.com. I'll plug it one more time. The Luka Ma- leadership. At, yeah, go read it. Go read it. The Mavericks schedule is nuts this week. Stick with us. We will be doing a post game after every single show. This is the post game for the Bulls show, and we'll have a show every day this week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace up. Boom. So this, this isn't a fluke. Yeah. He's been playing well. He's b- just building on it again. This isn't a fluke either. Luca's got 30 in the first half.